Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. Greetings. Greetings to everyone, and hope everyone's doing fine on this uh, beautiful Monday. For some folks across the uh, country, it is uh, spring break. Our family is doing that as we speak, and uh, having a having a big time as we uh, have arrived at a uh, a beach in uh, Texas. In fact, uh, hanging out at Corpus Christi today, of all places, and uh, looking out right now uh, and seeing a gorgeous. I don't know if I'd call that blue kind of a greenish uh, uh, bay from shoreline here in Corpus Christi, Texas, of all places. Uh, Aaron Sexton, along with us as always. Aaron, you know when uh, when your daughter suggests that uh, you go to the beach, you figure out where the nearest beach is, and uh, you make that happen. And so we have, uh, we have done that, and not without some uh, issues along the way. I'll tell you, yesterday... Uh, it was one of those days that I'm so proud to be associated with Alan Samuels for a lot of reasons, but uh, you know, one of the reasons, one of the many reasons, is because Ted Teague, the GM at Alan Samuels, has become such a great friend. And of course, Aaron, as I uh, found my way leaving Waco and uh, had some issues with a uh, with the vehicle. Who did I call first? None other than Ted Teague, who, I mean, you cannot believe the generous offer he made. Uh, In fact, I should have taken him up on it. He was going to switch out vehicles with me and uh, send me on my way to the coast. Uh, Being as hard-headed as I am, I tried to do it on my, I thought, well, we'll make it work. This will be fine. And um, it's not, it's not worked out completely, but uh, I am, I was so happy to be able to call Ted and uh, and then my lo- lifelong friend, our the uh, my best friends in my little hometown were Ford dealers, and uh, Matt Murray is a uh, car dealer in uh, Waco now of all places, and so he was on the phone with me, coaching me through this. So it pays to have buddies in the car business as we were trying to figure it out. And uh, Aaron, you'll be happy to know that I. Uh, I don't know if this is the best strategy. I was getting a reading that on my wife's car that said uh, the the transmission temperature was too hot. So I would just pull over, let it cool down, and then I would just roll on down the road a little bit further. And then last night late, uh, pulling into Corpus, I kind of got the feeling, you know, this is probably not the smartest thing I've ever done. And so that's how my... Uh, my vehicle is now at a local dealership in Corpus being worked on. But Aaron, I was not going to let it interfere with the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas. And we have made our way back from Kansas City. We were trying to bring a championship back 
and it just didn't quite work out. Uh, I am uh, sad to say that uh, the uh, Baylor women who played great, I love being with them. I love being there, seeing them, what they did to Oklahoma. They just obliterated Oklahoma. Uh, absolutely, uh, that opening game just embarrassed Oklahoma State. And they finally lost to Texas. It hadn't happened in a long time, but it did happen. And they beat them two out of three times this year. But uh, these things happen. Later in the program, we'll hear from uh, we'll hear from Nikki Collin, and we'll just kind of you know um, you know uh, they they have could they have had a number one seed maybe is a number two seed the worst thing in the world no no in fact uh, of course they'll get to host a game. And it'll be a two versus 15 situation. That'll happen during our program on uh, Friday. And uh, that game is set for 3 o'clock. And you'll be able to hear that on ESPN Central Texas. I can't say that I've done a lot of homework yet on Hawaii. I like to think our our Bears are going to be okay in that ball game. I don't want to slight Hawaii in any way. But, um, Aaron, if you squint... Pretty hard, you can all, as I look out at the bay today, I can all, almost make my think, myself think that I'm in Hawaii, all right, and not uh, Corpus Christi. But there's nothing wrong with Corpus. Corpus is uh, the warmest place in Texas right now. In fact, it's about 80 degrees today with heavy, heavy winds hitting uh, in Corpus Christi. Aaron Sexton, hope you're doing well today. Have you ever spent any time in Corpus Christi, sir? Yes. Uh, I haven't been in about probably 20 years, but before that I went every couple of years. So quite a bit a long time ago, if that makes sense. Yeah. Do you remember enjoying yourself in Corpus? Oh, I loved it. I just, uh, as I've gotten older and paler, um, I just spend less time in the sun because you get more wrinkles and freckles, and I try to avoid both of those. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, Aaron, they do make some pretty good headgear now for you, those floppy hats. I know you are a man that's, uh, uh, you know, challenged in that regard hair-wise. Um, but you could you could protect yourself and still come to the coast. But uh, but I hear you. I hear you. You've stayed away from the uh, from the beach. Um, I, I tell you, it's – I don't care where you are. I don't care if it's Galveston, Corpus. There's a place called Malakit beach that i want to go check out i've heard it's the prettiest beach in texas um the beach is the beach i mean it's really fun to be there and uh this this beach happens to be a place where you're you're blown around a lot and there seem to be some pretty high winds involved but i can think back to when i was a kid and we went down like brownsville or somewhere like that or harlingen around south padre and I just remember as a kid thinking that was the greatest thing in the world. So wherever you are, if, you, if you're near the coast, if you're near a beach, I think it's a pretty good deal. And uh, through the magic of our uh, technology here at ESPN Central Texas, I can do the show from wherever I am. Now, I, I don't know, Aaron, if Tom's rooting for me to get back in time or rooting against it. I never know. But I'm kind of excited to tell you that, uh, and maybe I should leave this to Tom to give the formal announcement, but I do think we're going to have some special programming on the uh, Thursday before Baylor's game at 1 o'clock. Okay, we're going to have some special station programming. I'll, 
I won't be too specific because I'd like for Tom to be able to announce that when uh, when he sees fit. He, and he, for all I know, he may have said it this morning. I've been traveling. But um, but I'm excited about it. And uh, NCAA Baylor Tournament will be in, they'll be in Fort Worth. Of course, the women will be at home at the Farrell Center. So that'll be fun. Friday, they'll host uh, Hawaii. Aaron, you'll you'll like this. Last night I was I was on the road late, but I was I was really trying to find out who Baylor was playing, and it said Baylor versus H A W. And so for a minute I'm like, what what is this? What what? And then it hit me. Probably that's Hawaii. And then later I saw when I was watching all the coverage late last night in Corpus, I was able to see that green logo they used for Hawaii and I was re- I was realizing it was uh, it was that but man that was so much fun by the way even after the Baylor men lost there I was in in uh, Kansas City and I'm sure everybody's like oh gosh what's Mosley gonna do and I know a lot of people had to come on home because um, that's what they had planned to be with the men but uh, we were uh, I was fortunate to uh, be able to cover the women on Thursday, Friday, and then watch that championship game. I mean, wow. That was so much fun to be with them. Jovan Overshawn, the uh, Baylor's deputy athletics director, she was there. Mac was there. Got to visit with them. Krista Pirtle, the SID for the Baylor women. She's been great to us all year. In fact, um, I assume uh, Aaron will be uh, ready to roll tomorrow with uh, our weekly visit with um, – uh, with Nikki Collin, and uh, we had a lot to talk about. Nikki was pretty emotional after the game yesterday. It was a tough loss. I mean, she wanted them to be out there celebrating. I much like what Scott has said. I don't think the the loss. And now it's always tough when it's in the championship game because you get all the way there. I think the way Scott and Baylor looked at it is, uh, you know, a great chance to kind of recalibrate. I think once you get over the shock and the hurt of losing and you get back, you're like, okay, okay, we can go on. Now, it's tougher to lose in the championship game because I think Baylor's got their – the men have their mindset around having some nice rest now and having more time to rest. The women, you know, went for the title, and so they come home. Now, the good news is they don't have to travel anywhere. So that's the great thing about the women's tournament – they, they come home, they uh, got home last night, and they'll have plenty of time, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I mean, and, and again, they'll want to get some practice in, but as far as resting their legs, I would assume, Aaron, I, I haven't heard this from Nikki. We're going to hear from Nikki later in the program. I would assume they'll let them get off their legs today for sure, and then maybe tomorrow start moving around a little bit. And then uh, Wednesday maybe a practice, okay? And then Thursday you're 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 kind of tapering off because you got that Friday game. And then again, Friday, 3 o'clock, you can hear that right here on ESPN Central Texas. And then our coverage of the men's tournament uh, will be, uh, Tom and I will be in Fort Worth for that, and that's going to be on Thursday. Aaron, that is if I can figure out how to, I don't have anything to drive back with right now. So it may be maybe a situation where I just fly back. Okay, Thursday let's see. Fly back Thursday morning early and then race out to uh, meet up with Tom at the uh, right next to where uh, Dickie's Arena is. 
How's that sound, Aaron? Does that sound like a pretty good plan? Sure. Yeah, yeah, you seem pretty supportive of that. I think I can make it work. Um, Just doesn't leave a lot of room for error is the only thing. No, no. The Wednesday night probably makes more sense, but I like to I like to do it by the seat of my pants, as you know. Um, Aaron, have you had any interest in having a look at Dickey's Arena? And from what you've seen on TV, what what have you been able to make of of Dickey's Arena, which is a pretty much a brand new, just in the past two or three years, is um, the site of a a new facility in Fort Worth. Have you been able to uh, scout that out at all? Not really. I mean, I've seen some games on TV played there, but on TV they kind of all look the same, you know, because they focus most of the shots on the court and then the stands. So it's kind of hard to get a feel for it. I think it looks nice. I mean, I, I, you know, and, and some people have complained. I think our friend Chuck Cooperstein has complained because of the some of the high – camera angles on some of the games there i assume this game's going to be on tbs i believe brian anderson jim jackson ali laforce are on the call thursday so i i i hope that tbs and everything the camera angles will be a little different than what coop was talking about for our viewing audience i think for the actual arena uh, this is a very, very versatile place. Fort Worth's a huge rodeo town. I certainly think they have to do some things like that there. But it's a, uh, it, it, to me, it looks really cool. And, uh, and some of my brethren in the Dallas-Fort uh, Worth media over the years from the Dallas Morning News have reported that it's a gorgeous place. Like it just has a, I, I think the way they've painted the seats and, and the aesthetics of it are very very nice so i'm i'm kind of on board with the design although i have not been i know maybe baylor and tcu have played there uh before they opened the new daniel meyer but i'm anxious to uh, i think they call that show meyer arena now i'm anxious to get over there and have a look at it and again baylor ends up there uh kansas is at that facility and uh, and and we'll go over kind of everybody. Baylor has the matchup against uh, Norfolk State, and so I was trying to think, Aaron, where Norfolk is, but I noticed that uh, our man Tom Barfield has booked somebody from the Virginia Pilot. So I'm using my uh, skills of deduction. I'm going to guess that's somewhere in Virginia. Does that sound right to you? Again, sure. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate you, Aaron. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, no, that getting a breaking story. Oh, ooh, well, have at it. What, what do you have for us? I'm save it for campus. Oh, oh gosh. Okay, we got breaking news. Aaron wants to save for <laughs> well, thirty I mean, minutes from now. I like it. I like it. it's fine. It's fine if it's not worthy of of hitting the breaking news. It's calendar. breaking news, but it's not. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it's better for All that right. than to interrupt regularly scheduled programming <laughs> okay all right i'll 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 leave that up to you uh but uh all right we'll uh we'll take a peek at that campus confidential at uh 4 and then uh next though we have uh from the waco tribune herald my longtime friend john werner he joins us on the matt mosley show esp in central texas next 
This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. We do have a 40% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms this evening. There's a few storms that could be strong, especially east of I-35. Then we'll all see clearing skies overnight with lows dropping to 48 degrees. And mostly sunny skies tomorrow. It's going to be a nice day. It's going to be breezy, though, with a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. Bring on the bragging rights. Watch the PGA Tour's best golfers compete head-to-head, shot-for-shot. Are you kidding me? 112 matches, 64 players, one champion. WGC Dell Technologies Match Play, March 23rd through 27th at Austin Country Club. Tickets on sale now at dellmatchplay.com. At UBO Business Services, we understand that digital transformation is the integration of digital technology into all areas of a business, fundamentally changing how you operate and deliver value to your customers. By letting UBO Business Services identify and remedy inefficient paper and email-based business processes, we can help your organization grow by 20 to 30% without adding any additional headcount. Call Sean Hunt at 254-709-2101 or ubeo.com. NeighborWorks Waco wants to be your trusted source on your journey to home ownership. NeighborWorks Waco has helped thousands of home buyers in the Waco area purchase a home and they can assist you as well. Not enough money for a down payment or your credit needs improving in order to get the best loan? NeighborWorks Waco has programs that will open the door to home ownership for you. Call 254-752-1647 or come by their offices at 922 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco. Follow the Bears throughout the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. Automatic Chef Canteen is Central Texas' premier break room vending service provider. Automatic Chef offers micro markets, office coffee and tea service, breakfast, lunch, and dinner products, touchless vending, cashless payments, innovative technology. Let Automatic Chef Canteen design a break room that fits your specific needs. For over 50 years, Central Texas companies have relied on Automatic Chef Canteen for all their break room needs. Automatic Chef Canteen, 6900 Imperial Drive in Waco and online at automaticchefcanteen.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental, they make work easier. Ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas's premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfy clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Gonzaga received the top overall seed for the NCAA tournament with Arizona, Kansas, and defending champion Baylor joining the Zags as number ones. Baylor will start in Fort Worth on Thursday versus Northfolk State. Baylor women are the number two seed in the Wichita region. 
and the Bears will start in Waco at the Farrell Center versus Hawaii on Friday. Baylor baseball took the series over the weekend 2-1 over Columbia. The Bears will be on the road tomorrow night at Sam Houston. Texas Rangers acquired catcher Mitch Garver from Minnesota over the weekend. Tom Brady's retirement lasted 40 days. Brady said Sunday his returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his 23rd season in the NFL. The seven-time Super Bowl champion announced the decision on Twitter. Cowboys move Amari Cooper to the Browns and sign free agent Michael Gallup to a $62 million deal. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And none other than John Warner of the Waco Trib, fresh back from Kansas City. And he is uh, he goes from one tournament to another. Uh, John, it was, uh, I guess, the, the silver lining in the Bears checking out early is that you and I got to kind of hunker down and focus on the Baylor women for a little while. And... Um, I apologize. I, uh, I I was the benefactor. Uh, you and uh, you and Chad Conine wanted to be able to sit next to each other and work together, and so uh, the front row seat that was uh, in place for the Waco Trib was occupied by none other than than Matt Mosley. So let me start out by thanking you for that seat during the OU game the other day. Yeah, Matt, you know, we just wanted you to see what it's like. I mean, to sit right there at courtside, front row. I mean, uh, it doesn't get any better than that, and uh, that was our gift to you. (laughs) (laughs) You know, most people would say I never feel guilty about things like that, but I think you'll testify that I was feeling a little bit weird about it, and that's why I kept offering you and Chad to come down and and take your rightful spot. But after about the second time you all turned me down, I said, you know what? I'm going to hunker down here and really enjoy this view. And, uh, John, I, I, uh, I had a good view of that um, interesting back and forth that took place. You know, it's always fun when there's, uh, you know, Schaefer, Vic Schaefer from Texas has had a little back and forth this year with a Texas Tech coach. And then, um, you know, we're all just kind of minding our own business, and we look up in the, in the second half of that game the other day and um, – and an OU player gets hurt. I'm trying to remember if it's early fourth or late third quarter. And, man, there was some barking back and forth between the OU coach, that's Coach Baransic, and uh, and Nikki Collin. Uh, John, I I mean, I think we kind of figured out what was going on there, but I, I'll just say I kind of, for the, for the sake of the conference, I kind of like seeing that. Yeah, I like intense rivalry. I I don't I don't mind backing uh, barking back and forth at all. Uh, but yeah, I think they've got some really good rivalries going now. Probably more so than the Kim era because you know these games are a little more hotly contested. I mean, Oklahoma beat Baylor twice. Baylor came back to beat them. Uh, Baylor beat Texas twice. Texas came back to beat them in the Big Twelve tournament. So, to me, these are much more interesting games than 20, 30-point blowouts. I mean, probably a lot of Baylor fans would still like to see those, but these games are more fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. And, uh, 
I, I, I mean, I, I, there's an Oklahoma player. Um, there's Maddie Williams, who's a good player. And then that, I think the other, the number 30 for Oklahoma, uh, Robinson, I believe is her last name. Uh, she pulled up from like Steph Curry range in that game the other day. And uh, that was a lot of fun to see the back and forth that was going on there. Baylor really wanted to avenge uh their loss there john i got i know that was a tough way to go out yesterday i don't think it's the end of the world losing to texas in fact maybe it'll kind of recalibrate them but i i I sort of think uh what we saw in friday's game was uh and and of course you you've now become a a baylor women's expert kind of like me after really (laughs) really focusing on those those games there but um uh I, i I thought Caitlin Bickle showed us in that game, John, that uh, that maybe, you know, I kind of wondered, okay, what's going to happen when Queen Egbo and Nalissa leave? And obviously Sarah Andrews will be back. That was really one of the first glimpses I've had of, th- of thinking, whoa, well, maybe Caitlin Bickle can be the star or the stud for this team. Like, I, I guess I hadn't really thought of her that way. And in that game, man, she was just she was dang near unstoppable, John. Yeah, I think that was uh, might have been one of the best games she's played all year. And she's a you know she could step outside and hit a three too. Uh, but yeah, I, I think she's going to be one of their key players in the post next year. Um, I mean, nobody's going to replace Melissa. I mean, she's just a phenomenal athlete. I mean, some of the plays she made in that tournament, you know, you just don't really see a whole lot. And uh, how about her dad? Uh, you know, he, he's he's not a bad shooter either. He had a, a mid-court <laughs> shot. <laughs> One yeah, I hundred bucks in gas money from Phillips sixty-six. So uh, you know, talent must run in the family there. Yeah, I, I was I was kind of trying to figure that out how that works. The greatest player in college basketball, how her dad gets picked to be in some kind of halftime contest. <laughs> well, I think they were looking for people, and they got her. They got her brother, and uh, yeah. I think her dad was just kind of there for support. But the, the brother couldn't hit. He hit like the uh, the free throws, uh, the, the the layup, and the three pointer. But he could not hit the half court, so he just kind of handed the ball to his dad, and he uh, he swished it. Yeah, and, and at that point, it's gonna. It, it wouldn't make Philip sixty six look good if they tried to say, "Well, no, it was the brother. The dad does not count." You know, they couldn't really. <laughs> <laughs> There's definitely a tag team there. <laughs> oh man, John, what do you? How far do you think sixty six hundred dollars worth of gas? Now, gas is really expensive these days. How long do you think you could make that last? Like, if you had well, to guess. Yeah, um, I think probably the Smith family can make it to Wichita. I'm pretty confident <laughs> of that if Baylor goes there. Minneapolis, yeah. eh, I, I might use, like, the whole card. You know, the whole six yeah. 600 bucks if they make the Final Four. Yeah, yeah. I like that Phillips 66 <laughs> mascot that was running around out there. There were some good hijinks going on. Uh, there at that old arena. By the way, that thing has some history. I mean, even that little workroom. I, I guess you went down below, didn't you? And check check yeah. that out. I got. I went down there, and, and I mean, it looked like Radio City Music Hall or one of those incredibly old theater type arenas. Uh, Madison Square Garden's a little bit like that, but I um, I know some people called it a dump. 
I, I love historical places like that. I mean, I thought that was kind of neat to I see things cool. over there. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and nine Final Fours that place has hosted um, uh, in, in its time. Talking to uh, John Warner on the Matt Mosley Show, ESP in Central Texas. John and I actually ended up in the uh, workout room there together in Kansas City, uh, mainly because both of us were eating a lot of burn-ins and barbecue, and we we felt uh, guilty. I, I, John, I went over to a place called Char Bar, which is, mm-hmm. um, I think, a little bit over in Westport, and uh, people had talked about Q39. And uh, anyway, I was very, very pleased. And so it was fun to try out what Kansas City thinks is kind of their specialty, which is those burnt ends. And I know you went out and found some fried chicken on top of that. So, John, well, you and I are going to have to, yeah. I was going to say, Matt, my first stop is always Strouds. Uh, great mm. fried chicken, you know, mashed potatoes and gravy, uh, an incredible cinnamon roll. And then my next stop is always Joe's Barbecue. So those are the first two things I hit, you know, so I got like the must stops out of the way. And uh, from there, I was just trying to work off the calories, which, you know, I, I might have maybe, maybe got a tenth of them worked off. <laughs> so, uh, you know, it was kind of a losing battle, but uh, it was worth it. Yeah, it's always uh, it's always fun to get out there and travel a little bit. Now our sights turn toward Fort Worth, where the uh, the men are going to be Thursday. I know you'll be in position there, John, uh, in in Norfolk State. Now that's I guess I don't want to overdo this. I mean, I, I but I think Baylor will be fine. I, yeah. The only thing I would say is Norfolk State is not totally your typical sixteen because they've done a little damage in the past at 15. So I, I guess they're, they're not, I don't want to make them like overly scary, but I just, I just think given what happened to Virginia a few years ago, I think Norfolk State is a team that will at least have to get Baylor's attention uh, right out of the gates here. Yeah, I think so. As Coach Drew mentioned yesterday, they've got some good tournament history. Uh, they, they beat Missouri, I think it was 2012, I think, in the NCAA tournament. In 2019, they beat Alabama in the NIT. So, you know, the, this is a program that's pretty established. They, they won both the MEAC regular season title and the tournament title. So, you know, they're probably coming in pretty confident. They're going to be highly motivated playing against the number one seed. And, uh, you know, I don't know their roster well. It's just looking through some of the stats, but – you know, they've got some guys who can score, and, uh, you know, it looks like some pretty dangerous guys. So, uh, but I mean, you know, I think Baylor's a 20-point favorite, and uh, it might be a little closer than that. And uh, I think I think Scott will have them prepared. You know, th- these guys, you know, they have a seven-man rotation. They know they've got a they, – they need all those seven guys playing well. They, they cannot have a guy off, really. So I, I think he, he's going to have them psyched up. Yeah, I, I was shocking to see Flagler have a have a bit poor game in that first game of the tournament. I mean, I, he's just so dependable. So I, I'm I'm not going to get overly worried about that because that really seems like a aberration. I thought if you want to find some healthy signs or, or some positives, I thought Del Bonner really brought it in that game. Isn't it interesting, John? I, I think they, from what I've heard, and I'm sure what you've heard. They kind of wanted to maybe redshirt, really bring him along slowly, and then with the injury to Langston Love and other injuries, 
Um, Bonner has had, and Cryer, obviously, Bonner's had a little bit more significant role than they expected. I, I think that's one of the real positives from this season, though. I mean, that, that game the other day, uh, I, I thought Bonner played with some confidence, certainly has some athleticism. Uh, he seems to, I mean, I, I sometimes I'm like not wanting him to shoot the three, but he actually has some confidence out there. Um, are, are you, do you feel like maybe that that was at least one of the good signs to come out of that OU loss? Yeah, you know, uh, you're right. They were going to redshirt them. Uh, Langston Love went down in the preseason. So, and, you know, even at the start of the year, the first half of the year, he wasn't playing much because they weren't they didn't have any injuries yet. I mean, no no long-term ones anyway. So, uh, but, yeah, I think he's played pretty good defense the whole time they've been, you know, using him as a seventh man. But I think his offense is starting to come. It looks like he's getting a little more confident in his outside shot. He's taking it to the hoop a little more. Uh, and you're right. I think he's he's a good athlete, and uh, you know I think he fits right in with those other guys. But you know uh, they just need everybody playing well, especially as they get up the road in competition. I think this East Regional is a bear. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if you've looked at it that deeply, Matt, but it's a bear. Uh, you know, I mean North Carolina's playing pretty well now. Uh, they're right at the edge of the top 25. Mm-hmm. Um, Kentucky, Purdue, Purdue's the number one this year. UCLA, I mean, man, that, that's a tough region. I agree with you. Um, and, and, you know, it's not like you ever look at that 8-9 matchup and go, oh, good, that's easy. But I, I've seen easier. I've seen easier than uh, a North Carolina team that just ruined Coach K's big celebration, and then a Shaka team that would have some extra. You know, Shaka uh, would would like an opportunity to knock off a team like Baylor, um, and 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 he's really had some. You know, we we are obsessed now with these quad one wins, and um, I you know someday I'll be able to tell you what that is exactly, but I I. Uh, I, I think that um, I think that Shaka and, and Marquette have done really well there. So that's um, I agree with you. That's a tough matchup. Hey, John, have you been have you been to Dickies yet? I was trying to remember. TCU played some games there before the, the their new arena or their re, uh, renovate. You know, the renovation was done. Have you um, have you been in that arena? No, I haven't, and I, I'm looking forward to it. Uh, yeah, I believe this is a first. NCAA tournament games that have been in Fort Worth since 69 and 70 at old Daniel Meyer at TCU. So uh, I think it's, you know, probably a pretty big deal for the city. And to get both Baylor and Kansas there, that's quite a coup. I mean, two number one seeds, uh, you know, at at that side. So that's a a pretty good deal for them. Yeah. I, I, you know, it looks kind of interesting to me on TV. I don't know why, but the way they've done it, you know, with all the seats and everything, I think that, I don't know, I guess that color's gray. It, it just has a very interesting look about it. So that'll be good to, to get over there. And, um, John, I guess they host some uh, rodeos. I mean, if you're at Fort Worth, you've got to have, you got to have, uh, of course, they have the stockyards, but I think they have some, some uh some some of those type things there as well so let's just try to let's try to envision the old hot 
as we walk into Dickies on uh, Thursday, okay? Well, let's hope it's a few steps up from that. <laughs> and the smell is a little better. Yeah, yeah, although it, it turned into a pretty nice home court advantage over the years. I had Mr. Quick on the other day, by the way, Michael Williams, the great oh, Michael wow. Williams. Yeah, yeah. Now, so. you know they, they dressed in a trailer there at the <laughs> I, I think most of the coaches kind of, you know, say, well, why don't, we, why don't we see a lot of Baylor's campus? You know, I mean, all, all arenas are alike. You know, let's see the campus. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, I'm, I still feel like I wish Jim had of. Uh, we could have gotten him over to the Feral uh, because, uh, my gosh, that that team he had recruited with Carlos, Vinny's little brother was headed to Baylor. Eric Johnson. He was going to have Michael Williams and Middleton, and of course Frank Williams and and uh, and Macklemore and those dudes. I mean, mm-hmm. Jim was going to have himself a team, man, and uh, we all know kind of what happened. I'm still bitter about it, but uh, anyway, it would have been really interesting to see what uh, what he would have put together. John, I look forward to uh, seeing you in Fort Worth. they got some pretty good places to eat over there, so we should be okay. Oh, yeah, I think we're going to be fine there, Matt. <laughs> Warner and I can be spotted at Joe T's probably Joe either T's. Wednesday evening yeah. or Thursday evening, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're good. That's our <laughs> All right. Well, thank you, John. Okay, Matt. Anytime. Okay, there he goes. John Warner from the Waco Trib, a man who's been all across this great country and uh, loves to get out and, and explore some of the local fare and uh, did a great job in Kansas City out there, fried chicken, burn-ins. Uh, he's a very healthy man these days, hikes a lot. Gets on a lot of treadmills, but he hasn't lost his taste for fine cuisine. All right, it's Matt Mosley, show ESPN Central Texas. Next, Campus Confidential. What does Aaron Sexton have in store for us? We find out next. Follow the Bears through the NCAA tournament here on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. Our continuing coverage of Baylor men's and women's basketball in the NCAA tournament is presented by Uncle Dan's Barbecue, Southwest Sports Medicine, Hurley Benefit Services, Twisted Creek Ranch, National Land Partners. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco and Union Hall introduces their new craveable taco of the month. The Nashville Hot Chicken Taco. Crispy fried chicken, Nashville hot sauce, cabbage slaw, and chipotle mayo on a fresh flour tortilla. It's spicy, savory, and delish. Hurry into Waco Tacos at Union Hall at 720 Franklin Avenue in downtown Waco or call us at 254-340-1700. Waco Tacos in downtown Waco. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. 
Hey, this is Tom Barfield with the ESPN Central Texas Morning Show, and I'm here to tell you that Hurley Benefits has played a big role in helping me and my family with all of our health, dental, and vision insurance needs. Don't have health insurance? I highly recommend you call the experienced and knowledgeable team at Hurley Benefits. They specialize in affordable life insurance, health insurance, dental and vision insurance, Medicare supplements, and much, much more. Check them out at HurleyBenefits.com. That's H-U-R-L-E-Y Benefits.com. Your home for Baylor women's basketball is ESPN Central Texas. Call Waco Foundation Repair today. Waco Foundation is a family-owned business specializing in foundation repair for your home or business. With over 40 years of experience in the construction industry, they take pride in all the work they do. If you see cracks, don't stress, call the best. Waco Foundation Repair. Call them today at 254-420-4910 for your free estimate. Or you can visit them on their website at wacofoundationrepair.com. That's wacofoundationrepair.com. City Ranch Boot Company has a new location and they can't wait to see you. Choose your skin. Choose your design. Let them create that perfect pair of boots, belt, wallet, or handbag. With over 30 years of leather industry, owner Jay Kelly and his team know their stuff. Design boots for the bride and groom or the entire wedding party. Put your company logo on boots as sales incentive or thank your employees. Incorporate your ranch brand or the name of your ranch as a gift for your family. Bring them in for a lifelong memory. City Ranch Boot Company, custom designed, locally owned, family operated, and Texas made. City Ranch Boot Company brings you a unique experience. Shop off the shelf or design yourself. City Ranch Boot Company, located at 10267 North River Crossing, just off Highway 6 and 185, next to the Joko Building. Call them at 254-855-7225. Find them on Facebook and Instagram, too. Or visit their website, cityranchboot.com. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Weitz with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Gonzaga received the top overall seed for the NCAA tournament with Arizona, Kansas, and defending champion Baylor joining the Zags as number ones. Baylor will start in Fort Worth on Thursday versus Northfolk State. Baylor women are the number two seed in the Wichita region, and the Bears will start in Waco at the Farrell Center versus Hawaii on Friday. Baylor baseball took the series over the weekend 2-1 over Columbia. The Bears will be on the road tomorrow night at Sam Houston. Texas Rangers required catcher Mitch Garver from Minnesota over the weekend. Tom Brady's retirement lasted 40 days. Brady said Sunday is returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his 23rd season in the NFL. The seven-time Super Bowl champion announced his decision on Twitter. Cowboys moved Amari Cooper to the Browns and signed free agent Michael Gallup to a $62 million deal. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley, and it's Campus Confidential. And I'm anxious to hear. Um, Aaron was teasing some breaking news earlier today. Uh, I'm coming to you. I was in full. I was in Kansas City for the Big 12 Men's and Women's Tournament. Love covering those women, by the way. They kept rolling. So great to be there. Mac was excited, and uh, we were the only ones there. I didn't see any of these other radio people, but it was great to be there and uh, be a part of that. Um, Aaron, I can see like parasailing or something. It's like somebody 
on like one of those scooters on the water. Anyway, I'm coming to you live from Corpus Christi now. I'm looking out of the Corpus Christi Bay. I guess they called it that. Right there on Shoreline, downtown Corpus. It's really pretty, by the way. I mean, it's uh, I, I like Corpus. I haven't spent much time here over the years. Uh, Aaron, uh, it is Campus Confidential. What is this breaking news, though, man? You've got me all excited, and you've had our people all excited. What uh, what has happened in the world of college basketball? Former Kansas State coach and, well, now former South Carolina coach Frank Martin was fired after 10 seasons. ESPN just reporting today. An official announcement is expected later today. Martin spent the last two seasons on the hot seat, surviving last spring and even receiving a two-year contract extension. And despite South Carolina finishing 18-13 and overall this year and 9-9 and in the SEC this season, the school has opted to move on from Martin after a decade in Columbia. The Gamecocks made just one NCAA tournament in Martin's 10 seasons, but that trip in 2017 resulted in the school's first Final Four appearance. In his time as coach, he was 171 and 147 overall. Before that, he was at Kansas State, where he went to four NCAA tournaments in five seasons and won at least one game each time, including an Elite Eight run in 2010. For people who may not be able to place the name with the face, he was the one that always looked like he was super, super angry at the world every time the cameras pan to him on the sidelines. Very angry man, um, an interesting guy. There had been some rumors, could could Kansas State bring him back? Ooh, I and, didn't um, think about that. Yeah, and uh, I've heard that recently. Also heard Baylor's own Jerome Tang's name attached to that Kansas State opening. I'd hate for Jerome to have to coach against Scott twice a year. But uh, Jerome would welcome the challenge. I mean, my gosh, he's earned this. He's ready uh, for the right situation. And uh, But uh, it, it, that's an interesting job because I'm not. it's not impossible to win there. Frank did. Weber had some success there. He just kind of had fallen on hard times. We the, the reason I remember that Final Four trip so vividly that Frank Martin had in 2017 is because I was in, in Madison Square Garden when South Carolina beat Baylor in that Sweet 16. If I thought hard enough, I could tell you the players they had. They had a couple of players that ended up playing the NBA from that team. But it was, uh, it was very frustrating. And uh, that was a tough loss because Baylor was never really in that game. And uh, they, uh, I'm trying to think, that would have been, uh, uh, Lindsey was on that team, Jake Lindsey, uh, I'm sure McClure was on that team, and maybe a really young Tristan Clark, maybe a freshman, maybe not. I'm just trying to think who would have been on that team, maybe Maston and possibly, but that, that was a good team, they just couldn't quite get past uh, South Carolina in that game, and the Bears, uh, the Bears fell uh, right there in Madison Square Garden. But uh, that that would be very interesting if Kansas State took a look at bringing back Frank Martin. I mean, I if I were them, I would hire Jerome Tang in a heartbeat. I just don't know if that's like if I had to pick, like for instance, LSU's now open, but that's such a mess. Um, and 
you know, I, I think, I think uh, Kim and Scott were due to kind of be apart for a while, and Jerome is considered so close to Scott. And I'm not saying Jerome's not his own man, but I'm just telling you, I don't know if anybody is going to go that's that close to Scott uh, would go sliding right into LSU, um, is, uh, is what I would tell you. And I promise you, she will, uh, her opinion will be listened to and her opinion will be made on that decision because she's already gone there and uh, and done some amazing things and will be considered as a possible National Coach of the Year, uh, as well as Nikki Collin, I should add. All right, uh, Aaron, what else do we have, sir? Just real quickly while we're talking about the South Carolina story, I'm glad you mentioned that Coach Tang is being mentioned for the Kansas State job because in the article they list possible replacements and they list the Cleveland State head coach, the Murray State head coach. Uh, and we've talked about this before, you know, of course I – I hope Coach Tang, if he wants to, stays because he's a great assistant. But it drives me crazy that he's not mentioned for more openings. And this was another where the article came out and mentioned multiple people and didn't mention Coach Tang. And I was like, this is ridiculous. He's the top assistant on one of the top programs in the country. He should be His name should be mentioned in every coaching vacancy that comes up at a major college. Yeah. Well, part of the issue with Jerome is that he, um, they've done so extremely well, and Scott values him so much that he, I don't know, I don't know, you know, Baylor doesn't release any of these contracts, but he does extremely well at Baylor. So there's only certain, a, a certain few jobs he would leave for. Um, now, what happens is some of these places like K-State – try to uh, identify the up-and-coming, like, 30-something type coach. And um, that's that's on his way up. I mean, the 30 or maybe early 40s or whatever. And Jerome is probably right around 50 years old. He, he and Scott are pretty much the same age. So I, I agree with you. I mean, I think he'd make somebody a great coach. And if anybody could win at K-State, it would be Jerome – but I'm telling you, they most of these places hire these firms, okay, these uh, uh, placement-type firms, executive search firms. And those places, uh, and I've got good buddies that have worked there. In fact, there's a big-time Baylor executive named Kevin Gall who worked for uh, Eastman Bodine for one of these things before he came to Baylor. And a lot of times they will have in mind – somebody great and and sometimes it's they identify some young coaches at places you're talking about Aaron um, Murray State or some of these other places you mentioned so uh, to me it would be a very obvious thing to hire Jerome but it doesn't always work out that way but uh, all right uh, what else do you have for us today uh, Aaron Matt, are you familiar with uh, the blind items that the New York Post does with celebrities? They'll say a certain celebrity did this, but won't name the celebrity. <laughs> uh, you're saying the New York Post does that? Yeah, yeah. They have celebrity uh, blind items about gossip. That way they, you know, it's unsubstantiated, so maybe that, that way they don't get sued. 
Yeah, yeah. What did they come out with? No, it's not them. The Athletic has a, a really interesting uh, article about a recruit from the class of 2023, a five-star football recruit, unnamed, has signed the biggest name, image, and likeness deal in history. The biggest so far. It's supposedly worth $8 million by the end of his junior year in college, according to The Athletic. Uh, per the report, the unnamed rising star would be paid $350,000 almost immediately, then receive monthly payments that would increase to more than $2 million a year when the athlete is on campus. In exchange, he'll make a public appearances and play a role in social media promotions as well as participating in other NIL activities. According to The Athletic, the athlete has not signed a letter of intent with the school yet. And despite the multi-million dollar deal, the individual is not bound to sign one. Now, it's the 2023 class, and it's football, so I think I have a pretty good idea who it is. Yeah? I don't... Who's your guess? Arch Manning. I don't... I mean, it's he's already a huge name because of his last name. Um, that, that's the one that immediately jumped into my mind. But again, Isn't it was that weird though. It was kind of a they don't need the they don't need the money. I mean, that, that family is obviously uh, his. Now again, that's not his dad is not one of the Super Bowl champions. I mean, again, I say they don't need the money. I the Manning family has a ton of money, but um, that Arch's dad is not one of the brothers that has all the money so maybe you're on to something i i just feel like there's a ton, there's so much money in the manning family altogether that the thought of them getting an eight million nil deal seems kind of crazy um now what would be interesting is are you saying aaron that some school has put that deal together like it could be the University of Texas or it could be another school, but this $8 million would be attached to a certain school. Is that right? Yes. Yes. They're saying that he's reportedly signed an NIL deal with a school's collective. However you want to take that, that would be worth more than $8 billion by the end of his junior year in college. Yeah. Wow. I don't know that this is what they intended NIL to be. <laughs> uh, no. But – that's what it's become, and it's basically how much can these – and these collectives are now trying to raise millions upon millions. And what Mac Rhodes told us, just for people kind of maybe interested in the Baylor angle of this, is that he – you know, they're going to have a collective. Now, they don't want it to be a bunch of, like, competing collectives – they want it to be one. And, of course, Baylor can't, like, run it. Um, they, they can know about it and I, I, I'm sure can have some uh, say in it. But Baylor can't, like, on its own put the collective together. The collective has to be a group of people. Uh, it would be boosters like a Jeremy Fudge who just gave the money to the Fudge Operations Center, like a Paul Foster uh, and Alejandra Foster, who just gave the $100 million for the Foster um, uh, Basketball Pavilion. I mean, it would be people like that putting huge money as a collective together. What Baylor doesn't want is like one or two of those guys doing one and one or two others doing their own thing. They want one to happen. But uh, that's really fascinating, Aaron. 
My guess for to see 2023 would be that kid from uh, Marlin, uh, Galette. That's that. That's my. That's who I would pay eight million to. After watching him dunk on everybody, uh, is it Darren or Darian Galette? That, that Gillette. That's who. Uh, Aaron, that's who I would pay my eight million dollars to. Okay, I just li- I like that guy's style. I haven't I haven't had a chance. You you should watch his dunks, but he's got offers to Ohio State, Alabama, Baylor, of course, uh, you name it. They've offered this guy, and he's right down the road from us in Marlin. And he just constantly dunks on people in basketball. Yeah, Garrett Ross has uh, sent me a bunch of his his uh, his dunks, but they're all over Twitter, Aaron. So take a peek at that tonight when you're uh, when you're kind of seeing what your uh, algorithm's going to do. <laughs> Will too. Yeah, I'm sure there's I'm sure there's highlights on YouTube, so I'll check it out. Yeah. Yeah, he's big time. We got time for for one more, Aaron, or we got to go? Yeah, we got uh, Longquist coming, Kevin Longquist coming up, so we better get to the break. Oh, it's just Longquist. <laughs> Come on. Um, okay, so we've already had the great John Warner on. Thought John brought some good stuff, as always. Love John Warner. Guy is ageless, okay? John Warner has looked the same for the last 30 years that I've known him, or 20 five years or however long it's been. But uh, now, a guy who's aged a lot. No, I'm kidding. Uh, Kevin Longquist and I have worked together since the old days of the Arlington Morning News. He writes, he covers Baylor for rivals. We will compare notes and kind of look at Baylor's side of the bracket. That is next. Baylor basketball from the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. The Bears open play in the NCAA tournament as a top seed in the East Regional Thursday in Fort Worth against Norfolk State. 12.30 for the countdown to tip-off. 1 p.m. tip-off Thursday. Baylor basketball with Pat and John from the NCAA tournament here on the home of the Bears, ESPN Central Texas. In the market for a new metal roof? Since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has helped Central Texas residential and commercial customers with metal roofs that are impact, fire, and windstorm resistant and will lower your insurance considerably. Your roof will be figured correctly, and they offer a wide variety of panels and colors to make sure it looks sharp. Everyone wants to protect their hard-earned assets from harsh Texas weather, and a metal roof is the best way to protect your home. Pioneer Steel and Pipe, with locations in Waco and Bryan, and at PioneerBoys.com. Tax season brings a lot of uncertainty for everyone, but especially for investors. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. We can help you navigate the complexities of tax laws and build a financial portfolio that withstands change no matter what the season. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Game time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for... 
The Naked Truck. The ongoing saga of the battle to end truck nudity, presented by Pickup Outfitters. In this episode, we find Amanda and Brad on a date. Oh, Amanda, will you... Brad, I'm sorry. I just can't go out with you in this truck anymore. It's just so bare. You have nothing on this truck. But I have these subs that I bought online. Online? Really? Subwoofers are just a way for a man to make up for his lack of equipment. I am going out with Justin. Oh, I know why. It's not just because he has a big dually. It's not the size of the truck that matters. You have tunes that give me a headache. Justin has running boards and a hitch to pull his boat. That's just because he goes to pick up outfitters. Maybe you should take a lesson, Brad. Will Amanda and Justin find happiness? Will Brad go to pick up outfitters? Tune in again to The Naked Truck. Brought to you by Pickup Outfitters, 220 Lake Your Drive in Waco. Total Office Solutions is one of the largest locally owned and operated commercial furniture dealers in Central Texas. Their staff of consultants provide project management, layout design, and turnkey installations. Whether you need chairs, desk, or complete furniture renovation, Total Office Solutions is your provider of all steel, Han, JSI, and Gunlock furniture. Total Office Solutions, where customer service and satisfaction is their number one goal. 216 Schroeder Drive in Waco and at mytotaloffice.com. Follow the Bears throughout the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz, a combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. From the Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram, Ascension Providence, Barnett Contracting, Baylor Line Foundation, Marineland Boating Center, Myatt Fuels, Schmoltz's Sandwich Shop, The Baylor Club, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. And uh, we're rolling through a day. I'm spring breaking with, uh, with, with my family, have made my way to the beach. And a man who's taken plenty of spring break trips over his, uh, over his career. I'm not sure his girls still want a spring break with him, though. They're, they're, uh, they're like in college, and one of them's out of college, and so who knows. But uh, it is Kevin Longquist, the man from Rivals who covers Baylor, uh, Kevin, I uh, good to good to be visiting with you. Um, at first blush, when you saw uh, Baylor's draw, and obviously we knew they were going to be probably going to be in Fort Worth, but then uh, where they go, the Philly thing next, and and who they could end up playing, which 
In the Sweet 16, obviously, it could be UCLA. Um, I, I feel like it could have been easier. Um, I mean, they're going to have to get through either North Carolina or Marquette, and then there's a good chance they could see UCLA in the Sweet 16. Well, at first blush, what do you think about Baylor's draw? Uh, it's challenging, uh, but it's doable. I, I think really what it comes down to is, you know, the, the, the tricky game, well, it's always going to be that 1-8-9 game. You know, if they, once they take care of Norfolk State on Saturday, no disrespect to them, but it, once they take care of business on, on Thursday and then they get to the winner of Marquette, North Carolina, you're going to face one of those teams that's had really good wins and then they've had really bad losses. And it's kind of hard to differentiate which team would show up because if they're on, they're going to give Baylor a problem. Now, if they're fortunate enough to get to Philadelphia next week, yeah, you're right. You know, UCLA is kind of the same same way because the Bruins, if presuming they get past, you know, if it's St. Mary's, and I know some people feel like St. Mary's can can get there next week, but if they get if they get to UCLA. You know, the Bruins are uh, the kind of team, and I've watched them several times. I watched them against Arizona. I didn't watch them against Arizona on Saturday, but I watched them against Arizona back in January. And, you know, it's a veteran team. They were all all in the Final Four last year, lost in that heartbreaker at the buzzer beater by Gonzaga, or else they would have been playing Baylor for the title. Um, And I think the one thing about them is, you know, they got two really good guards in Johnny uh, Juzang and then uh, Jamie Jocks. you know, they're, they're combining the average about 30, 31 points between them. And so, you know, and they also have a win over Villanova to start the year like uh, Baylor does. And I think that's a team that could create a lot of issues. But then, you know, if you're fortunate to get to the Elite Eight, that's where I think uh, where I have the concerns with them about either if it's – I would like them better against Purdue than I would like them against Kentucky because Purdue has a tendency to turn over the ball uh, quite a bit. Um you know, the one thing about the Boilermakers is that, uh, you know, they have, a, they have a guy who's probably going to go into the draft and Jaden Ivey, who's, you know, so, he's a tremendous offensive player. It's a more offensive team than Matt Painter at Purdue has put together. But then you look at Kentucky at the two, and, you know, I, it almost feels like sometimes with Kentucky, from a rebounding standpoint, that's where I have a little bit of a concern there. Because you have a guy like Oscar Shebe, who's, Tremendous athlete, you know, Ty Ty Washington is a really good guard. But, you know, Shebe, people from Baylor might remember when he was at West Virginia. But this yeah. is a guy that's taken it to, to the next level here where he's he's averaging 17 and 15 a game. That I don't think I've ever seen that kind of stat line before on a guy. And he's on a streak of 20 consecutive games of double-doubles. And so that's where I have the concern about is could Baylor, if they get into a physical game against Kentucky – could they win the battle of the boards to pull this out? I think the reason why Tennessee beat Kentucky in the SEC semifinals is because Tennessee was just as physical as Kentucky, if not a little, and they had the size to match up with Kentucky on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, Shibway is capable of like 20 rebound games. He does it on a, on a, on a pretty normal basis, and so it is uh, interesting to think about those matchups, although – I mean, I, I, nothing says, you know, reigning national champs like you and I immediately examining the Elite Eight, who Baylor's going to play right. in the Elite Eight. And, um, and that's just kind of <laughs> that's kind of where where we are in this whole thing. Did you I, 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 I didn't think the motivation was there. They didn't come out. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to read too much into that loss 
to Oklahoma. If you're looking for positives, I thought Del Bonner played well and looks like a guy that is ready to make a, a, a steady contribution just from an athletic standpoint. I thought he played well in that game. Flagler had an mm-hmm. off game. I, I can't say that I, I think Adam Flagler is a guy I would worry uh, a, a huge amount uh, about. Um, I don't know about, I, you know, Meyer is so interesting because he is someone they really need, and yet, you know, if you've noticed lately, um, Scott's been reluctant to play him late. Uh, he's getting him, I mean, he'll put him in there late for defense or whatever, but he's he's sitting him for much of the last, you know, in competitive close games, right. Meyer's been over there by Scott a lot on the yeah, bench. When you, yeah, when you need offense, you know, when you need to score points, you know, Matt's not your number one option. I mean, it really hasn't been all year. Um, you, you know, really your, your top choices are going to be Akinjo and Flagler, even though Flagler – you know, had a really difficult night against uh, Oklahoma last week. Um, but those would be your two top scoring options, and you need those guys to produce at the end. The, the, the issue with Matt, I mean, Matt, look, Matt, we've seen this with Meyer pretty much throughout his career. You know, he's much better. He's had a better floor game this year. He's been a better defender. There's no dispute over that. But when you see him you know, deliver games where he just – Go, and he hasn't had that one game really, I don't think, with maybe the exception of that burst and the first you know, when they played West Virginia at home. And they were able to pull that out because he went off in the last three minutes. But there's just not been that consistency with Matt. And that's been the issue with Matt's offensive game throughout his career at Baylor. One game on, one game off, two games awesome, three games you can't find him. I mean, he does have a couple of donuts this year. Um, and I think that's just... You know, I've called him the wild horse for that reason because the fact that it's just been so much raw talent, but yet it's just been able, unable to harness it, to get it to play on a night-in-and-night-out basis. And to your point, I think that's the reason why he hasn't been in there in late-game situations. Yeah, uh, talking to Kevin Longquist uh, from Rivals and uh, always uh, at Sikkim Sports has some great uh, – uh, uh, updates at Baylor Rivals. He'll put some of his personal stuff up, and uh, always good to kind of keep track of what uh, what Kevin's up to. Kev, what about um, what about Sohan though? I mean, I, I feel like I feel like he's the he can be the matchup nightmare when they when yeah. they came back and they beat uh, Kansas. It was literally because they couldn't guard Sohan. I mean, he just right. absolutely. Uh, annihilated them off the dribble, and he was just too athletic, um, you know, out front. And then, obviously, he's become more and more confident. He's got more confidence, obviously, in his three than Kendall does at this point in their careers. Now, who knows? Kendall may someday be a pretty good three-point shooter. He's not real confident in that part of his game yet. Sohan already is. I mean, right. I, I guess what the way I think of it is, Kevin, when Sohan and Kendall are kind of doing their thing, Baylor is as good as anybody in the country. When they're not, they're kind of like a, eh, eh, they're okay. They're an okay team. Yeah. But but yeah, when those guys are playing off yeah. each other, yeah. Yeah, it's it's a way different teams considering how those guys are playing. Yeah, and I think, 
you know, the great thing about Jeremy is uh, I look at him as he, he's absolutely, in my mind, taken over the spot that Jonathan Chamwa Chachua left behind when he went down a month ago against Texas. I mean, Jeremy has stepped in, delivered points. He's hit some big shots. He's been aggressive defensively on the boards, that sort of thing. Uh, and he's been that energy guy that this team needs. And I would agree with you that I think his game has matured a little bit more than Kendall. I think Kendall probably is more talented, but I also think, too, that Jeremy just kind of has that step to him that he just knows when he gets out there he's going to do well and he's going to make a play and find a way to do something to help this team win a game or win a possession or something along those lines. And I think with Kendall, it's good to start him because you've got that length out there at about 6'8", 6'9", and he can put it on the floor and – you know, and that sort of thing. And remember, Kendall made really two really big plays at the end of the Iowa State game that helped them uh, win that. Um, you know, this is the time of year, you know, Scott, I asked Scott about this in his presser yesterday with the media talking about this, about their growth. And he just talked about the fact that with these two is the fact time, is the fact that they've been battle tested. They've understood the physicality of what the Big 12 was all about. And even though they only played one game in the tournament, they got that taste of what the one-and-done situation, you know, where it's all on the line for one game, uh, and you've got to come through. And I think the players – and I think – I would like to think that those two took something from that, and they can apply it starting Thursday. Yeah, I agree. I I, uh, I think that's right. Talking to Kevin Longquist from uh, Rivals about uh, Baylor's ranking, Baylor's seeding. Number one seed will be in Fort Worth on Thursday against uh, Norfolk State. Should be okay in that game. And then they tee it up against North Carolina or Marquette on uh, on Saturday. Um, I did want to uh, congratulate, uh, Kevin, the University of Texas. You know, they paid Vic Schaefer all that money, and they finally <laughs> got a victory over the Baylor women. So let's both uh, take some time to congratulate the Texas Longhorns for finally knocking off the Baylor women. 13-game losing streak that they had against Texas, right? Or excuse me, to Baylor, correct? Mm-hmm. I think it was. It was. Yes. It was going back to when you and I. When, well, I think that streak was going back to before uh, your, before my girls were actually in high school, uh, or right now they were in high school, but before, well before they got into college, I can tell you that one. And so um, it's, been, you know, it, it, that's the one thing about streaks is when they end, you kind of have to step back and really appreciate the work that went into beating somebody like this. Because it's really hard to do. It, I mean, it, it's. I don't think people can. You know, you take your, you know, the, the rivalry notwithstanding. If you watch conference tournaments over the weekend, um, and somebody had beaten somebody twice in the regular season, and then when they had that third matchup in the tournament, um, it was a problem. I mean, for for you know, for starters, uh, you can look at Houston. Uh, beating Memphis yesterday in the American Conference Championship. Lost the two regular season meetings. The prior Sunday, they just got waxed in Memphis. And then they turn around and beat them by 18. Look, my alma mater, SMU, beat Memphis twice and had a problem with Memphis in the American semifinal. So it's, it shows you how hard it is to do this. And so you have to appreciate what Baylor's program has done to coaches during that time to keep their kind of streak going. You know, streaks are going to end. You just, you just don't want them to... And everyone kind of gets pensive about saying, well, I don't want to end it to this date. I don't want to end it to this day. But maybe there is something to be taken from this and understanding that maybe it helps the rivalry to some extent, even though obviously yesterday mm-hmm. didn't go the way anybody wanted it to. Yeah, and they will open Friday at the Farrell Center against uh, Hawaii. 
And uh, sorry about your Mustangs, by the way. They were uh, in a nip-and-tuck game. <laughs> and uh, there's just uh, – when you're in that conference, and hopefully someday SMU can join us in the Big 12, uh, it's a razor-thin margin. You just can't you, – you just really can't lose. And you can't – The problem that the Mustangs had this year is the fact they didn't have a very good non-conference schedule, and they had a couple of really bad losses uh, early in the year. They went to a tournament in Jacksonville where they lost – to Loyola Marymount, who was really bad in the West Coast Conference, and then they lost to Missouri, who obviously wound up firing Quanzo Martin, and Missouri had a bad year. So, you know, those things add up together. Yeah. If you're gonna if you're gonna be in a conference like that, you, you're gonna have to step up your non conference your non conference schedule to show that you can play with the big boys because that's kind of how Michigan got in. They played a really difficult schedule, even though their record is very nondescript at 17 and 14. Yeah, yeah, I would say nondescript is a good word for uh, for Michigan. You know, I hated it for uh, our friend Grant McCasland uh, in UNT because they had such a tremendous season. They won like 15 games in a row, but it's just, mm-hmm. you know, in that conference, you can't get the strength of, of victories you need to uh, be able to withstand not winning your conference tournament. And they got beat by La Tech, and of course they end up in the NIT. And to your point about appreciating streaks, like you do what Baylor did to Texas all those years, I, I've been—I was thinking that at the NCAA, at the uh, Big Twelve tournament with Kansas. I mean, it's nice that Baylor for the last three years has, and of course even that tournament they didn't play, they would have been a number one seed. It's really sure. nice because Baylor for three years has been right there with Kansas, if not better, uh, and certainly better than Kansas last year because they won a national title. But what Kansas did for going on 15 to 17 years or whatever is really unrivaled in college basketball, uh, other than the UConn women, perhaps. Yeah. 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 I mean, mean, that's the one thing that makes you, uh, like I said, streaks are really difficult to get on uh, or or maintain, and sooner or later it's going to end. And, like, you know, the one thing about Baylor is that they, despite all their issues, and people will probably say, well, this is Scott Drew's best coaching year ever, or they'll try and, you know, because of the, the in the now, I'm still going to go back to actually the 18-19 team when he lost Tristan Clark and how he basically had to flip the script from going outside in with his offense to, in, to or excuse me, inside out to outside in when that became a jump shooting team and they found a way to got, they found a way to get to the tournament and then they beat Syracuse in the first round before they got knocked out by Gonzaga. I still think that year was Scott's best year because of how that team pivoted on a dime uh, half, you know, once they got into January and Clark went down against Iowa State. You didn't, you didn't really see T.J. Maston and those guys getting on a run at the time they lost Tristan. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, but, you know but, but streaks are, you know, it, it's – it's, it's really interesting because, you know, we, we can look at football winning streaks from one team dominating the other for many, many years. Like, what was it? Like, Texas had beaten Rice for all those years, and Notre Dame had beaten Navy for all those years. And you wonder – and obviously the talent will make the biggest – is the biggest reason as to why those things happen. But at the same time, I think conference tournament champions regular season – and I've always put more stock in the regular season conference championship – rather than the tournament championships, and I think most people do as well, because you, that's an arduous process. You're going through two months of a season where half of your games are at the other guy's building, and you've got to find a way to win a healthy number of those 
to keep yourself in contention for that. Yeah, and, and that's why if they play Shaka and them, Marquette, you'd have to feel pretty good about the fact that Scott dominated him when he was at Texas and, yeah. uh, uh, and, and certainly knows him, and, and he knows Scott. So it, it kind of works both ways. All right, Kevin, sure. uh, good stuff. I, uh, I appreciate it, and uh, we'll, uh, we'll talk to you soon and look forward to seeing you in Fort Worth. All right, sounds good, Matt. Have a good day. By the way, the girls did not uh, want to uh, do spring break with Dad this year since they're well on their way to doing their own thing. So <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I, <laughs> I understand. Okay, there he goes. Kevin Longquist. His kid's no longer spring breaking with him. Uh, it is uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Let's hear from Scott himself, uh, Scott Drew, and then also uh, perhaps a little bit of uh, Nikki Collin reacting to uh, uh, where the uh, Baylor women have been seated. All of that coming up next. It's time now for today's Baylor Sports Beat, your daily dose of green and gold. Here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody's coverage check of Baylor Athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, Baylor women's and men's basketball both dancing into the NCAA tournament with top two seeds. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Parenting is full of surprises. You never know what to expect. So after our son was born, I called my Texas Farm Bureau insurance agent to set up a life insurance policy in case something happened to me. Sawyer is now two. And we'll soon have a sister. There's no one else I would trust with protecting my family. Visit Texas Farm Bureau Insurance today at tfbinsurance.com for an agent you can trust with life's most important decisions. Coverage and discounts are subject to qualifications and policy terms and may vary by situation. Not only will you find an award-winning dealer at Allen Samuels, but you'll also find some great award-winning products. The 2021 Ram brand ranked number one automotive brand on J.D. Power's initial quality study. The 2021 Dodge brand ranked number two behind Ram and the 2021 Jeep Gladiator named highest quality midsize truck. Allen Samuels, 201 West Loop 340 in Waco, where we deliver quality. Come by. Let's be friends. Now back to today's Baylor Sports Beat. Here again is the voice, John Morris. And welcome back. Baylor women's basketball fell in the Big 12 Tournament Championship game yesterday in Kansas City. 67-58 the final score to the Texas Lady Longhorns. But later in the day, Coach Nikki Collin and the Baylor women received a number two seed in the NCAA Tournament. They're in the Wichita Regional. Baylor will open at home on Friday against the University of Hawaii. Meanwhile, Scott Drew and the Baylor men for the second consecutive year are a number one seed headed into the NCAA tournament. The Bears will open just up the road in Fort Worth on Thursday at 1 p.m., taking on 16th seed Norfolk State in their tournament opener. The road to the Final Four begins in Fort Worth for the Bears on Thursday. Well, really excited about Fort Worth, and the guys worked really hard to make that happen. getting a number one seed uh, two years in a row. And then with the COVID year, we were set to be a number one seed. So 
that had been three times in a row, and uh, that's really rare air. There's only three teams that had done that since 2010. So uh, a great accomplishment for what the guys have uh, worked hard to achieve. And um, the perks of that are playing in Fort Worth, so excited about that. East regional, uh, no matter what regional you look at, no matter what game you look at, you're like, man, that's a tough game. And there's a reason. Uh, uh, there's a lot of parody in college basketball. They call it March Madness for a reason. Sometimes you look at the numbers and 116, 215, 314 look like a big difference when us coaches know there's really not that big a difference. So uh, uh, survive in advance. You better be ready to go. Otherwise, you're going home. Scott Drew and the Bears opening play as the top seed in the East Regional on Thursday in Fort Worth. Also from the weekend, Baylor baseball takes two of three from Columbia at Baylor Ballpark. Baylor women's tennis a 7-0 winner over Texas Tech in Big 12 play. And track and field wraps up their indoor schedule at the NCAA National Indoors in Birmingham, Alabama. They'll run outdoors for the first time this season at the TCU Invitational this weekend. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. Follow the Bears throughout the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Michael Point. We do have a 40% chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms this evening. There's a few storms that could be strong, especially east of I-35. Then we'll all see clearing skies overnight with lows dropping to 48 degrees. And mostly sunny skies tomorrow. It's going to be a nice day. It's going to be breezy, though, with a high of 71. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in the weather. The thing about having a naked truck is that you get exposed for the equipment you don't have. Take, for example, your rear end. If you don't have anything back there, you're exposed about what you don't have, and that's a life. However, if you cover that rear end with a hitch, you're telling the world, hey, I got a little junk in my uh, bed, and I'm ready to pull something. A camper, RV, boat, trailer, jet skis, heck, even a bike rack. A hitch says, I have a life beyond driving my truck to and from work. And Pickup Outfitters is the place to get a hitch for your truck, SUV, van, even some cars. We sell and install just about any kind of hitch you need. Receiver hitches from light to heavyweight to pull just about anything. And gooseneck hitches and fifth wheels when you're ready to pull the heavy stuff. And don't forget trailer and brake controller wiring. It's so important to have wiring professionally and correctly installed by the pros at Pickup Outfitters. So it's time to cover that gaping hole in the rear end of your truck with a hitch. Installed by Pickup Outfitters. Check us out online at createacommotion.com. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 4 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. John Morris here telling you all about my friends at Marineland Boating Center, home of Crest Pontoon Boats and Yamaha Outboards. They have boats in stock for immediate delivery. Enjoy days of fishing and family boating fun from Crest Pontoons, powered by Yamaha Outboard Motors. Only at Marineland Boating Center, I-35 at Loop 340 South, or on the web at MarinelandWacoYamaha.com. ProStar Rental is the number one choice for all of your equipment rental needs. No matter the project, they got you covered. Plus, their friendly local staff is always available to answer your questions. They have a large selection of quality equipment available to rent for any project, big or small. And they have eight locations across Texas to serve you, including locations in Waco and Belton. Visit online at ProStarRental.com for more info. ProStar Rental. They make work easier. 
Flinging a green and gold worldwide on the web at SyntechSportsFan.com. Coaches Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco is proud to serve the community and the local colleges. Come on out to Coaches Smoke for $3 off nachos on Mondays, $2.50 single tacos on Tuesdays, discounted bone-in and boneless wings on Wednesdays, $2 domestics on Thursday, Thursday, and $5 burgers and barbecue sandwiches on Fridays. Happy hours 2 to 7 Monday through Friday, so stop by and catch the big game on one of their 35 big screen TVs. And don't forget about Coach's Smoke catering for your next event. That's Coach's Smoke at 330 Austin Avenue in downtown Waco. Brothers Management is proud to serve the students of Baylor University. With apartments such as the Center, West Campus Lofts, Heritage Quarters, and the Arbors, you can guarantee that your college living experience will be comfortable and memorable. Brothers Management also offers the market's largest inventory of houses and duplexes. Brothers' unsurpassed attention to the individual is their hallmark. Stop by the Brothers Management leasing office at 400 LaSalle Avenue or go to brothersmanagement.com to check out your future home today. Leasing made easy. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Gonzaga received the top overall seed for the NCAA tournament with Arizona, Kansas, and defending champion Baylor joining the Zags as number ones. Baylor will start in Fort Worth on Thursday versus Northfolk State. Baylor women are the number two seed in the Wichita region, and the Bears will start in Waco at the Farrell Center versus Hawaii on Friday. Baylor baseball took the series over the weekend 2-1 over Columbia. The Bears will be on the road tomorrow night at Sam Houston. Texas Rangers required catcher Mitch Garver from Minnesota over the weekend. Tom Brady's retirement lasted 40 days. Brady said Sunday he is returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his 23rd season in the NFL. The seven-time Super Bowl champion announced his decision on Twitter. Cowboys moved Amari Cooper to the Browns and signed free agent Michael Gallup to a $62 million deal. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas, as we roll on and uh, talk about Baylor's uh, number one seed in the tournament. The women, uh, Baylor women, are the number two seed and will host Hawaii at the Farrell Center on Friday. I uh, did want to remind you about this uh, unbelievable uh, uh, land sale that's coming up. Uh, it is part of uh, Comanche and Hamilton. And so panoramic views of the Texas Hill Country, 10-acre lots for $99,900, $99,000 for, uh, for 10-acre lots, pretty uh, amazing deal. And then a barn dominium shell uh, for $159,900, and that's at uh, Twisted Creek Ranch. You can find out more at Twisted uh, uh, Creek Ranch TX.com. That's uh, TwistedCreekRanchTX.com, and uh, they have that high-speed fiber optic internet. Now, the land sale is going to happen on March 19th and March 20th. So it's coming up uh, as we head into next uh, next weekend. That's March 19th and 20th, and uh, uh, really, really uh, great opportunities. Uh, and that's uh, TwistedCreekTX.com. And that'll take care of everything uh, on that front. Okay, here is what we had the uh, uh, chance to do last night. 
as we were making our way to the coast, uh, was listening in on a Scott Drew Zoom session. And this is uh, Scott answering some questions about what he thinks about the seating, who they're playing, what the matchups are like. And uh, we wanted to, to let you have an opportunity to hear some of that. And uh, here is uh, our visit with uh, Scott Drew and the local media that happened last night. First up, John Warner with the Wicked Tribune. Hey, Scott. Congratulations. Thank you, sir. Um, your feelings on going to Fort Worth? This is the closest regional Baylor's ever had. And, and then just the East region in general. Well, we're really excited about Fort Worth. And the guys worked really hard to make that happen. Um, getting a number one seed uh, two years in a row. And then with the COVID year, we were, we were set to be a number one seed. So that had been three times in a row. And uh, that's really rare air. There's only three teams that had done that since 2010. So uh, a great accomplishment for what the guys have uh, worked hard to achieve. And um, the perks of that are playing in Fort Worth. So excited about that. East regional, uh, no matter what regional you look at, no matter what game you look at, you're like, man, that's a tough game. And there's a reason. Uh, uh, there's a lot of parody in college basketball. They call it March Madness for a reason. Sometimes you look at the numbers and 116, 215, 314 look like a big difference when us coaches know there's really not that big a difference. So uh, uh, survive in advance. You better be ready to go. Otherwise, you're going home. Next question from Kendall Cott with Sigma 365. Uh, Scott, any update on kind of how Kendall's been since the tournament and what's LJ status or anything else you can share about him uh, coming into the next week? Yeah, Kendall is, uh, uh, he's a quick healer. He's doing fine. Uh, LJ, uh, uh, we'll see how things go uh, uh, during this week and then uh, uh, no more, obviously, toward the end. Next question from Stephen Hawkins of the Associated Press. Scott, one of the things you talked about before the Big 12 tournament is you've got a bunch of young guys that have played a lot of Big 12 basketball, but they hadn't really been in games like that tournament. Yeah. Obviously, you didn't get with that one game. How or is that a concern, or how much do you think you can make them learn from that? Well, I think uh, uh, first and foremost, uh, um, anytime uh, uh, you lose, it's a chance to hit the reset button. Uh, refocuses everyone. Uh, nobody likes uh, uh, the feeling of losing, and um, from that, uh, you're going to get the players are going to practice harder. Coaches will be more dialed in, and I think we'll be ready to uh, put a best foot forward come uh, tournament time. At the same time, uh, you know that uh, uh, you might play well, and it doesn't mean you're going to advance. So um, we'll just uh, uh, try to, what we say, always control what we can control and make sure um, that we're putting our best foot forward. But uh, we're coming off a win in five in a row and um, uh, winning back-to-back conference championships. Uh, you, you never like losing, but uh, uh, after the loss, it did give us a chance to rest and it gave us a chance to re- reset, refocus, and hopefully uh, that pays off for us. Did you guys take the last couple of days off or how, how did you kind of use this time? Yeah, um, last year was different. We took we had three weeks off with the COVID pause, so we really needed practice time this this year um, because we're so banged up and uh, uh, such a short rotation. We really needed rest and recovery. And so uh, each and every year, each and every team's a different situation. Our guys got a chance to see what it's like uh, playing in tournaments and uh, uh, experience what it's like playing in uh, the Big 12 and the best conference in the country. And at the same time, uh, it's a different feeling when uh, uh, I think Iowa State was great for us because you learned how to play with a lot of pressure trying to win a conference championship. And then uh, the Big 12 tournament will be a, a learning experience that hopefully will benefit us too. All right, Scott, thanks.
Thank you. Next question from Curtis Quillen with KCNTV in Waco. Thanks, Scott. When you look at your little 14 pot, I know you haven't had a chance to break down film on anybody yet with the selection show just ending, but when you see Norfolk State, North Carolina, Marquette, what are your what are your surface level thoughts on, on that pod? Well, again, I, I think uh, every time uh, in the NCAA tournament, you look at your pod and you're like, man, we got a really tough pod. <laughs> so I think no matter where you're at, you probably say the exact same thing. Uh, but uh, uh, Norfolk State is a team that's had tournament success before. I remember when they were a 15 seed and beat Missouri in the tournament and uh, I believe in 2019 in the NIT, they beat Alabama. So, I mean, uh, this is a team that's had postseason success. Um, they've, they've had a history of winning uh, and doing well, uh, uh, especially the last nine years. So with us, uh, you gotta, you gotta focus on the first game. Um, and if you don't, you, you don't get a chance to look at the others. Obviously North Carolina has great tradition and shock has done an unbelievable job with uh, Marquette this year, and we're very familiar with him. Next question from Eric Kelly with Kennedy KTTV in Waco. Coach, you talked about playing in some of those earlier tournaments, especially this season. What's the biggest thing that, you know, you find as something where that is helpful from one tournament to another? Well, I think uh, um, those early early season tournaments are so valuable in multiple ways. One, uh, your teams really haven't been on the road together. They haven't experienced that bonding and chemistry together. They get a chance to do that in a, in a different environment outside of their element. And uh, obviously, uh, when you're playing uh, in tournaments with uh, seven other teams, uh, you really rely more on each other and you stick together and you grow closer together um, toward the end of the year. Um, it's it's the same thing, although uh, now you have already spent time together. So uh, it, it allows you to kind of re refocus, reset, regroup and know this is the last hurrah. And if you like being with one another and you want to keep playing for one another, uh, you got a chance to, to survive. If you don't, um, if you're tired of each other, you're probably going home. Next question from Jerry Hilbert, Rear Insider. Scott, I know you lost a lot, obviously, from that championship team, but guys like Adam and Flo, um, the, the experience they got, how much does that help them? And, and Matthew, how much does that help them going into this tournament, you think? Uh, definitely that 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 helps them, and, and it gives them uh, a great chance to to leadership wise to be able to express what they do know and what they've learned. And, um, uh, John, even though he's not playing, he, he, he's able to help guys as well. And, uh, um, LJ, I mean, so, uh, all those people that experienced what it was like to win in postseason definitely know what you have to do to prepare and, uh, uh how intense it is. So that's always a plus plus, uh, anytime your staff, uh, uh, is able to grow and improve and learn, uh, hopefully that helps your players as well. Thanks Scott. Next question from Kevin Lockwood with Sports.com. Scott, on top of that, with just the growth that you've seen over the last month from both Jeremy and Kendall, obviously uh, Jeremy winning Big 12 six man of the year, but just the overall growth of those two, what have you seen from them? Well, I think uh, uh, both of them, if you, you, you watch film in the beginning of conference, uh, were good players, but uh, uh, they're much more battle tested, a lot more physical. Um, uh, They've gone through the rigors of the Big 12 and are better because of it. Uh, at the same time, 
I don't think they got a chance to experience what tournament play is like. And at the Big 12 tournament, uh, uh, you got teams that don't want to go home and they're they're going to leave, leave it all out there, put it all on the line. And it's even another level. You got to raise your game. So, uh, again, that's the Big 12 tournament always does a great job preparing us for the NCAA tournament from how it's run to just what to expect with the physicality and toughness and uh, a passion people are playing with. And I mean, Oklahoma was on the bubble and, and they played like it. They, they played like a team that didn't want to go home. This question for Stephen Hawkins of the Associated Press. Uh, we talked about those guys, but Adam Flagler, what, what have you seen his growth this year? I mean, the fact, obviously, he had to kind of play behind some guys last year, wait his time, but he stepped up in a role and he's done pretty good. Just talk, what have you seen in him this year? Well, Adam, somebody that uh, uh, he cares about his teammates. He always uh, puts them first. Um, and because of that, they, they, they trust him, respect him. And uh, he, he makes big plays. And uh, it seems like the bigger the moment, the better he performs. And uh, he, he stays within himself. He doesn't try to do too much. And um, it, it's, it's, it's a comfort to have somebody like that that uh, uh, is out there and has had that experience. And you, you talk about caring for people. I've always, I told David, I always enjoy the line. He wants to be a pediatrician one day. Yeah. How good, yeah, so. how good do you think he'll be at that? What, <laughs> what kind of characteristics does he have? I know he wants to play basketball long before yeah. that, but what, what do you see from a guy like that that has that kind of you know, aspirations? Well, I think uh, first, if, if you if you want to be a pediatrician, that means you have to manage your time well, because uh, as you know, um, probably not the classes that you took in in college or I took. <laughs> so, so, so uh, uh, he, he, he's definitely uh, uh, diligent with his classwork. Uh, at the same time, um, prioritizes uh, um, basketball and, and probably cuts into his social life and. Uh, just time to waste playing video games or doing things that uh, uh, don't help them academically or basketball wise. And then with that also, I think uh, uh, when you, you know, a guy cares for his teammates when um, he's always uh, looking out for him. And what I mean is, Hey, let's run this play for so-and-so let's get uh, him a touch. Um, you, you can always tell in five on all offense, if someone's uh, coming off a game where they didn't shoot it as well, he's passing them the ball a little bit more to give them more reps and more confidence. I mean, just, he puts others first and uh, you, you can recognize that. And uh, I think all, all people want to follow someone that puts other people ahead of themselves. There he is. Scott Drew uh, talking about, um, well, the, the fact that Flagler wants to be a pediatrician. I love that. I love that. We've talked to him about it. And uh, Aaron, I, I've moved poolside, okay? I'm, I'm on spring break, and uh, we've come to the coast, and I'm looking out over the Corpus Christi Bay, and uh, I've gone poolside. So if you hear just a tad bit of wind here, Aaron was telling me it was a little windy, but I've kind of gotten back in the corner here. Uh, it's pretty. It's pretty here on the coast, but it's fun to be um, with you guys today. And we, uh, you know, it's just such a huge occasion with Baylor, a one seed and a two seed. Almost was two one seeds, but uh, that's that's a lot of fun. And we've got some uh, camp. We, we, you know, in our dismount coming up, we'll talk a little bit about it. But Aaron, I'd be remiss if I didn't say, and I know you're tired of hearing about it already, but I have not said anything about this. The the fact that Tom Brady is back. I mean, the shortest retirement, that was shorter than even Brett Favre. I lived through the whole Brett Favre and was actually covering some of that and writing about it for ESPN.com 
I mean, Favre was, we thought he was gone for a little while, at least. I mean, this was literally like a month. I mean, it's like my family, uh, you know, my t- it's not my time to be up in the stands. Well, first of all, when people um, retire, they don't have to, like, go immediately to the stands. I mean, they can watch from home or whatever. And um, I just don't think, I mean, I don't know exactly what Tom Brady was thinking or what he was kind of hoping to accomplish, but to, to be right back, I mean, you might as well not announce your retirement. Um, was he trying to force his way to another team? We'll never know. But he's back with uh, he's back with uh, Tampa, and they re-signed their center today. And um, and I'll tell you what, during the um, dismount, I'll tell you a little bit about what the Cowboys have done because the Cowboys, since we last talked, have done a long-term contract with a uh, certain wide receiver. We'll talk about that in the dismount next. Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for car pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty. CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. What do John Morris, Kirk Watson, Maxine Hart, Walter Abercrombie, Martha Lou Scott, Michael Hyatt, and Robert Darden all have in common? They've each been interviewed on Baylor Line's Direct Line Conversation Series. You can hear from these outstanding bears and many, many more with a subscription to Baylor Line Insider. This is your all-access pass to the best content in the Baylor family. Subscribe today at baylorline.com slash krzi. Baylor Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Tad and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor Scott and White Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. The Big 12 Shootaround, weekdays at 5.50 on ESPN Central Texas. Beginning Wednesday, January 19th, Helmet Aerospace in Waco will be holding a weekly on-site hiring event. Every Wednesday from 8 a.m. to 3 p.m., Helmet Aerospace will conduct on-the-spot interviews and making offers to qualified candidates that day. Bring a current resume and be ready to interview. Entry-level production to experienced roles as well as professional positions are available. Great pay and benefits starting day one. Can't make it? Apply online anytime at howmet.com slash Waco Careers or Waco HR at HowMet.com. Did you know the average American pays over $500 a month for their car payment? What would you do if you didn't have to make that payment for 90 days? Where else could you use $1,500? Keep your car payments at Genco. Buy new or refinance your current vehicle and have no payments for 90 days. Take advantage of our low rates and no payments for 90 days. Only at Genco. Subject to credit approval, membership eligibility, and low policies insured by NCUA. My money, my future, my credit union, Follow the Bears throughout the NCAA tournament on ESPN Central Texas. 
It's time to save on the powerfully versatile Kubota M7 tractor with up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, and operator-friendly controls and comfort. The hard-working M7. Built right, built ready. Now get the Kubota M7 tractor for zero down and 0% APR for 60 months, plus $8,000 loyalty cash reward. Now through March 31st. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. How are you feeling today? More than an empty question, it's a real reminder to reach out to coworkers, friends, family, and neighbors. Remind them to get the care they need. Someone you know may be delaying important emergency care, chronic care, or emotional care. At Ascension Providence, appointments are available now with strict precautions in place for your safety and our care. Ask about virtual visits. The ER at Ascension Providence Hospital is open 24-7. Get the care you need at GetProvidenceCare.com. Stay close. The Dismount with Matt Mosley is coming up on ESPN Central Texas. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward White with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Hurley Benefit Services. Gonzaga received the top overall seed for the NCAA tournament with Arizona, Kansas, and defending champion Baylor joining the Zags as number ones. Baylor will start in Fort Worth on Thursday versus Northfolk State. Baylor women are the number two seed in the Wichita region, and the Bears will start in Waco at the Farrell Center versus Hawaii on Friday. Baylor baseball took the series over the weekend 2-1 over Columbia. The Bears will be on the road tomorrow night at Sam Houston. Texas Rangers required catcher Mitch Garver from Minnesota over the weekend. Tom Brady's retirement lasted 40 days. Brady said Sunday is returning to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers for his 23rd season in the NFL. The seven-time Super Bowl champion announced his decision on Twitter. Cowboys moved Amari Cooper to the Browns and signed free agent Michael Gallup to a $62 million deal. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley show on ESPN Central Texas. It is the uh, dismount. I've I've moved. I went out by the water for a minute and Aaron explained to me as I'm in Corpus Christi right now that it was a little too loud, the wind and waves. So I've I've retreated. I'm inside and uh, I mean Aaron, do you remember how Tom Brady and his crew seemed mad how their how the retirement was reported. I feel like I feel like in, in I, I guess it was wasn't it Schefter? I mean, I just assume it was Schefter who had it, and in like oh Darlington, Jeff Darlington, and you remember there was some pushback saying no, this hadn't been decided, and then of course he did go ahead and announce his retirement, <laughs> and now he's back. I feel like all of this is despite he did not like the way. His retirement was reported, and uh, now he's coming back. Okay, Aaron, the uh, the other news that uh, we need to share is that Michael Gallup, <clears throat> Cowboys wide receiver, is back. It's a pretty pretty healthy deal, and uh, it's uh, uh, I mean this this thing's gonna gonna end up. I mean I, I saw it, and I was like whoa. Now it's not. It, the first couple of years are pretty cap friendly, and then there's a guaranteed year in 2023 where it jumps up to like 11 million, and then it jumps even up more after that. But then only part of that is guaranteed. So I would say it's a really, really nice signing bonus uh, for this player, but it's not. 
it's not the end of the world. Aaron, if you tried to say something to me a minute ago, I missed it. So you let me know uh, when we uh, we need to say goodbye. But I, I would just say that, I mean, Gallup, first of all, he's not even healthy. You know, they, they can't get the Cooper thing done. And then, as Aaron told me earlier, I don't know if we ever even went on air with it, Cedric Wilson signed a deal with the Dolphins. So, I mean, this is, uh, this is you know, they traded Amari. We know that, Cleveland, because we talked about it the other day. So, I mean, Aaron, this is not, uh, this is not the greatest uh, wide receiving core in the world all of a sudden. Okay, there we go. Um, Aaron, real quick, your take on the Cowboys wide receiver situation. It's just ridiculous. They announced that they're going to cut Cooper <laughs> so it tanks his trade value and that they're going to keep Gallup, so obviously his agent's going to ask for even more money. It's it's just typical of the way the Cowboys are run. Glad I'm not a fan anymore. Yeah, and, and one of the members of the Cowboys apparently last night was seen out in Dallas with none other than Mr. Dalrymple. So uh, interesting, interesting sights and sounds coming from Dallas. Uh, lots more to come tomorrow, and uh, we, as we get you ready for Baylor and the Baylor women. Okay, it's all tomorrow. Talk to you at four o'clock tomorrow afternoon. Good night. This is the Spectrum Big Twelve Shootaround, a daily look inside Big Twelve Conference basketball. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 basketball in today's Spectrum Big 12 shoot-around. Coming up, the Big 12 very well represented on the men's and the women's side of the NCAA tournament with the announcements coming yesterday. We'll give you details straight ahead on today's Spectrum Big 12 shoot-around. Hey folks, John Morris for the Bruner Auto family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit BrunerAuto.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto family at BrunerAuto.com. Your family since 1928. Wear what the Bears wear. Get your Baylor gear today at the Baylor Bookstore on campus or online at BaylorShop.com. Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our physicians specialize in the diagnosis and treatment of all sports-related injuries. Located at the Ted and Sue Getterman Sports and Orthopedic Center on the Baylor, Scott and White, Hillcrest campus. This state-of-the-art facility includes advanced MRI imaging, outpatient orthopedic surgery center, and a sports therapy department with indoor and outdoor physical therapy spaces. Trust the doctors that Baylor trusts. Southwest Sports Medicine and Orthopedics. Our goal is to get you back in the game. Now back to today's Spectrum Big 12 shoot-around, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas. Here again is the voice of the Bears.